Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Everybody, welcome to Bois King of the Hill podcast. I am Mike, and this and I'm is I'm Rusty. You got it. Yeah. Hey, we uh, we missed a week, yeah. uh, but it was for good reason. Uh, I, I took a trip to Seattle. That was fun. Uh, yeah. I got to see my daughter. Uh, I got to do a lot of cool stuff there. Oh, Shout out to my daughter who runs uh, all the events for the Seattle Art Museum. Uh, oh, wow. Said that her department did three million dollars last year crazy wow 24 years old she is uh i'm super proud of that girl yeah Yeah, she's something else okay uh we are at season four episode five aisle 8a aisle 8a yeah this is a funny one you know i didn't remember this one yeah it's like a connie uh well there's not very many of them but there's this is one of the connie centric episodes where it's all about all about connie for some reason subject yeah for some reason i just did not remember this one um i watched it again this morning and um, I don't know. For some reason, it just wasn't hitting those triggers for me. You know, a lot of those things I remember from from having watched them two, three, four, five times. Um, I don't know what it was on this one. It's a great episode, know. though. Very touching. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Handled very well, honestly. Could have been a lot grosser or a lot uh, weirder. Could have been a lot grosser, you know? but I think, you know... Hank is who Hank is, so it's not going to get any any more yeah. uncomfortable than Hank's going to want to be. It's kind of cool uh, that uh, that Hank reacts the way he does. Uh, there's one there's one moment in this episode that I uh, I really really enjoy. Um, hey, just real quick, I want you guys to to know uh, in the month of July. So what is that? Um, three weeks, two weeks, whatever it is. Uh, we will be starting our Patreon. Um, yeah, the, the network is moving to uh, a big old building here in town that uh, everybody seems to be excited about. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, It seems like a place where a lot of creative things are going to go down. It'll be cool. I feel like we're going to be able to start getting into this a little bit more than we have been because it's been an evolution. We started over there. Yeah. We moved over here. Now you've got video. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Now we're over here. And then the next, you know, we're just, it's just like an evolution. Next one will be a, a, a really nice set. Because the next studio that we have or whatever is is in a lower building, right? Like the video studio or whatever. Yeah, video studio would be there, but we'll be doing some video up upstairs also. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But me and you will be able to do and like, we'll have a couple of hey, maybe we'll, some stuff for some Patreon stuff. My thing yeah, is. Uh, just something comfortable, intimate, me and you sitting at it like a chairs, my, in chairs or something. Well, I don't, I don't want to sound like a dick or anything, but I mean, it, if I get to run the network, I get to shoot it wherever the hell I want. <laughs> so yeah, no, so sure. we'll probably be shooting upstairs at the at the Big Alico building. There you go. Yeah, pretty nice stuff. Anywhere we want. <laughs> Big guy said it himself, 21st that's floor. Right. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, I've worked really hard <laughs> to get there, gonna, so we get to do whatever we drinking want. Again, where we're gonna sip a cognac <laughs> on the 21st floor, big cigars with his feet on the desk. That's right, that's right. Uh, okay, that's as high as you could get, really. And in, there's in 22 floors, yeah. There's 22 floors. And you're not beating off this, you're not well, you're we're might, not beating off anybody, not beating off anybody. <laughs> but you're not gonna knock the people who are on the 27th no, floor out no. of their spot. They're no, they're, like, they're they're legacy, they're like, big, <laughs> high profile lawyers. Yeah, I don't want to mess with them. Millions um, of dollars. You know, the I'm funny sure. thing about that building though is I don't know if I've said this on here or not, I know I've said it several times, but um. The way that building is, and we're talking about the Alico building. People that yeah. are not in Waco have no idea. It is the only building that survived. American the, Life Insurance Company. Yeah, it's the, it's the only building that survived the big tornado in the 50s. Um, it is... Uh, it's kind of old, too. I think it was built in like 1911 or something like that. It was built a long time ago. Like I worked in it one time before, and it's only because... Pause! Hey, there's no trains. At the Alaco building. <laughs> there is no, the, you might get a bird hit the window, but right. <laughs> other than that, you're good to go. All right, so sometimes we have to pause for a train. Um, no, I worked in that building one time, um, and it was because that's where fiber came into the city, and I was I was running an um, uh, internet service provider at the time, and so yeah. we had to be there for the speeds and stuff, you know. Oh, that was the first fiber line? Yeah, yeah, it oh, was wow. there and out of TSTC. Those were the two. Oh, wow. Yeah, those are the okay. two places the fiber came in. All right, so we are and starting. the only two places you can get it in town. <laughs> yeah, probably so, yeah. Um, we will have it there, so I'm, I'm yeah, excited about good. that. Our, our internet will be. Our internet speeds are going to huh? quadruple. Yeah. 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 For about the same price, which is amazing. That is amazing. All right. So uh, we start this one off in Arlen in the alley looking at uh, uh, you got Dale and Bill and Boomhauer and uh, everybody out there looking at a trash can, which is pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dale says, uh, look at her, the rubber mason 170L, sure grip handles, multi-terrain tires, 50-gallon capacity. And then the other ones, yeah, mm. Uh, (laughs) Hank just kind of mutters a little bit. Dale says, uh, gentlemen, this trash can is indestructible. You can tip it. You can run it over with your truck. You can drop it from the moon and provided it made it through the atmosphere it hit the ground ready to accept your refuse. I I just, the enthusiasm behind a trash can is what is... uh I, to me. I've never I, seen somebody be so enthusiastic for trash. I treat my trash cans pretty poorly. And um, mine, uh, mine actually have treated me poorly as I've treated them. I've actually broke uh, two mirrors in two separate cars because of the trash can being too oh, far yeah. up in the driveway. Yeah. And it's early morning, and I was yeah. like leaving to go to work, and I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And it clipped my mirror. So I've broke two mirrors in two separate cars. My trash cans that are provided by the city I live in, um, I use them as uh, things to spray paint on. So like I'll roll them out into the yard and put my stuff oh, on it, you know, on and then just spray it. Yeah, spray so they've paint. got yeah, yeah, yeah. they're multicolored, multicolored at this point. Uh, yesterday I took the trash out and I had to put Kleenexes up my nose 
because I threw away a dead rabbit there a couple of days ago. And you forget about it until you open the lid, you know? Yeah. Dogs caught a rabbit, and I couldn't see it. Just yeah, sit yeah, out yeah. there or whatever. And so, um, boy, did that thing smell. Ooh, <laughs> it was wee. pretty rough. It's been 100 degrees here, so, uh, yeah, yeah that rabbit. I ask you why you, were, why you had dead rabbits. Yeah, like that it. rabbit was cooking. Uh, well, it was half a rabbit. Anyway. Uh, uh, so, Bill says, uh, ooh, how many beer cans do you think she can hold? A thousand? Yeah, Dale says, she can hold a thousand beer cans when she's half full with a thousand beer cans. <laughs> I don't know why that's the way that they're measuring it. Uh, Con walks up and he says, hey, I see you get new deep fryer. Hank says, well, actually, Con, it's an injection molded. He goes, ah, joking. You hillbillies chew on that while I'm jetting off to Hawaii for biggest computer convention there is, Systems Expo Maui in Hawaii. Maui. He has to say Hawaii twice yeah, you know, to you make know. sure that they know he's going to Hawaii. At, yeah. Boomhauer pipes up and says, dang old Hawaii, man, dang old grass curves, man, yeah, man. Uh, Khan comes up and says, uh, that's not even the best part. My boss wants me to give big-time speech. I get five whole minutes. Peons get only three. You ever make a five-minute speech, Hank? Hank starts to respond, and Khan just busts in and goes, no, no. only three. Uh, now we're in Khan's house. Min is on the phone, and she says, babysitter violate parole? Yeah, I'd say that's an issue. Uh, Khan, we have no nanny for Connie. So they're they're trying to find a place for Connie to stay yeah. while they're in Hawaii. I don't know why they couldn't take Connie, I but uh, I mean, because it, it, when it comes down to it, it seems like this whole thing. Bless you. Seems like this whole thing takes place in like two days, three days. Yeah, real something fast. Like it's a very, like a real it's quick, very short. short. Like yeah. I don't know how they got to Maui and back in that short amount of time, and Ann had time to do anything while they were there. That that's, that shows how broke Con is. If he has to go to Maui, he's only able to get off the plane, go do what he's got to <laughs> like do, two maybe days. stay one night, yeah. come back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's two days. Well, actually, it's a day and a half. Spend more time traveling than. Actually yeah, being there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Khan is sitting at the table with his laptop, and he goes, oh, cruel fate. This Maui speech could be my stepping stone from systems analyst to senior systems analyst. Boy, what a... <laughs> I don't know what that means. He says, Connie's old enough to stay by herself, right? Men says, uh, no, Khan, maybe Connie can stay with one of the neighbors. Oh, but which evil is lesser? And she's looking out the window, kind of thinking, and she sees... <laughs> all three of the guys trying to get into uh, the that trash, trash can. can. All three of them trying to fit in the trash can at the same time while Hank just sits there and watches them drinking a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most sensible one would be definitely. <laughs> if I was going to leave my children with any. But, but still, Hank there. is just standing there watching them. You know, it's not like he's broken it up or anything. No, it's <laughs> entertainment for him. It is. Like, he's it's had a lifelong entertainment with those three, I'm sure. That's it's right. like watching the Three Stooges 24-7. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Now we're in uh, Hank's living room. Uh, Con and men are, are all decked out for the vacation, which is they're already dressed like they're on the beach. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and Con is holding a uh, lighter up to the smoke detector to test it, and you hear it go off. And Hank says, uh, "Smoke detectors work." Con, the toilet seats are clamped down, and I put on new non-slip daisies in each of the tubs. So aloha. Uh, in the room there, in the living room, we've got Connie, Peggy, Hank, Con, Min, and they're all in there. And Con uh, uh, hands, uh, or they hand the this giant binder to Hank and Peggy and says, here's Connie's babysitting book version four with seafood allergy upgrade. Uh, men says everything you need to know is in here. It teach you how to be a parent this week. What time Connie should eat acceptable reading material. Hank is flipping through the, through the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, I've got a little note here. I wanted to read what uh, okay. what he shows. Uh, there's a reading level progression chart and then a reading level two pages read trimester comparison. I mean, that's a whole 
there's a whole chart thing going on there. Is that what that is? The book that you Yeah, that's later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? Yeah, look yeah, at that. Yeah, that's the, the book that we're talking about. Look at that quality. Look at that expensive ink. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's high quality ink in right there. That's right. Uh, okay, so. Um, She's telling them, you know, everything is in there, including acceptable reading material. And Hank's flipping through, and he goes, "Newsweek, not in this house." I guess, <laughs> yeah, not in <laughs> too, this house. Too political. Too political. Uh, Peggy, uh, being shitty, Peggy says, uh, "Oh, how very nice. She included recipes. Oh, look, and pictures. Well, that's good because I have no idea what scrambled eggs look like. No, she is no the most passive aggressive person. <laughs> She's terrible. Uh, oh my lord. Uh, you hear the horn honk, and uh, Khan says, "Oh, that's a limo to the airport." Uh, and then uh, he reaches down and, and he's talking to, to Connie and he hands her a big bottle of uh, antibacterial gel. He says, this is an antibacterial hand gel. Leave a thin protective film on you at all time. I'll see you next week. <laughs> he's just so insulting. Yeah, uh, now we're outside. Con and men are in the taxi. They're in Ferb's taxi, which is a minivan. Uh, and Joseph and Bobby are out on the front yard. Joseph is, is they're both kind of sitting on the grass, just watching everything go by. And, uh, Joseph says, I can't believe I, I need to come up with a Joseph voice. A Joseph I can't voice. believe you're, uh, it's, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe, I, can't believe. <laughs> I, can't believe. I don't know his voice because his voice. Voice actors change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. His voice changes. He's the only person. Uh, well, he goes through puberty. Well, he's the only kid in primetime television that ever actually on uh, Went animated, pri animated primetime television. He's the only one that ever changes really? age. Wow. You got to think how many primetime That's true. Kids I guess Bart he does. never changes age. I guess he does grow up Stan, when everybody else stays the same. Yeah, Stan from uh, American Dad never changes age. Yeah. Meg and yeah. Chris never change age. You know, so wow. I don't know. It's a. Uh, but he's, yeah. he's talking to Bobby, and he says, I can't believe your girlfriend is going to be living with you. My parents won't even let me go in a chat room, which I find hard to believe with Dale. You know, because I think Dale probably lives in chat rooms. Yeah, but that's probably why he Yeah, probably so. Well, he, he may he not even. He probably knows the debauchery that's going on in chat rooms in 1998. He he's may like, not. He may not want Joseph to see you him remember in the chat how, room. You remember how wild the internet was before, oh, yeah. before oh. like, now the unfettered internet? Well, I mean, now it's it's still nuts, but uh, back then, boy, you could uh, you could do everything anywhere all out in the open. Yeah, it was just. You know, oh, nothing was locked down. Well, anonymity I mean, was, was uh, like guaranteed then too now it's not like you're not anybody on the internet yeah, it's that's not, true. It's guaranteed but back then you could be completely anonymous because they didn't have all the technology and stuff to track people through their ips and all that stuff at that yeah, time I guess. very true very true uh yeah. so he says my parents won't even let me go in a chat room bobby says i know my dad uh, said we could camp out in the living room in our sleeping bags yeah. he goes in our sleeping bags like it's so sexy Joseph says, you're going to be seeing each other in nothing but your pajamas. Bobby's like, oh, I uh, never thought about it like that. <clears throat> and then the next thing we see is Bobby going through his drawers in his room. He's looking through some of his, I, you know, he's trying to get rid of the kids stuff, right? He wants to be seen as kind of an adult to, uh, to Connie. And so uh, he, he's going through them. He pulls one out. It's got Thomas the Tank Engine on it. And he goes, choo-choo trains. Oh, man. And then he pulls another one out. And it's got one of the turtles on it. Yeah, yeah. One of I don't know turtles. which one it is, though. Uh, I can't remember what color red. red it had. Red. Oh, red is Raphael. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, they're going to kill me if I said it wrong. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna get me. I hope it was wrong. Uh, and he goes, oh, these may work. Uh, and then, he, and then he pulls out another set. And it says Mommy's Little Man on it. And it's like a full-length, one-zipper 
jump in footy PJ thing. Oh, footy it's like PJ. a whole suit. You're talking about with like the open ass yes. flannel. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah. All he needed was a little candle on a, on a like thing. Kind of like a night them, hat. Uh, what do they call them? Uh, long johns. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is kind of long johns, but like, like long it's it's real too. fluffy, you know, like kids' PJs or whatever. Yeah, yeah like, a, like cotton. Like Mommy's little, little man. Cotton. Mommy's little man. <laughs> There's another shirt for us. Uh, okay, so <laughs> hey, well, I've been told that uh, I don't remember what shirt it was. I can't remember what we said, but somebody said they would buy whatever those random. It was like oh a sure episodes ago. Oh, I can see somebody us. said they would buy them. I was like, all right, well, well, you know, well, we'll might have to get a. We you get know, some shirts going. Uh, we need a merch store. Yeah, we're like the only podcast with four seasons of podcast. We I gotta got get you. a merch store. We'll uh, we'll get guys. the yeah. we'll get the uh, the Patreon started and we'll start throwing merch in it. And then, but what I think we should do with our merch though is uh, do limited merch, so you can only get one shirt for sure. for for X amount of time before yeah. that design. Like I have, agree. Like have a bunch of designs, but then have like just one design at a time that yeah. they can buy. Make a hundred of them yeah, or whatever, like and once they're gone, they're gone. Like a drop kind yeah. of thing. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. There you go. Uh, no scalpers, scalpers, <laughs> no scalping. No, I'm just kidding. Next. Next, bois, I'm sure. <laughs> Next thing you see is Bobby uh, going up to Boomhauer's house. He's uh, he's pressing the uh, doorbell, and this makes sense to me because Boomhauer is the ladies' man. Yeah, you know, he is. And so he's the smooth operator. Bobby's yeah. got to go get uh, got to go get uh, some advice from Mister Ladies' Man. Uh, he opens the door, and Boomhauer is in nothing but a towel. Number one, yeah, which tells you he's got a woman in there. You know, um, he said, "Man, what are you doing coming over like this, man?" Bobby says, I need some advice. I don't know what to sleep in, you know, if if there's a girl in the house. Boomhauer says, yeah, man, i tell you what, man, getting old girl in the house right now, man. <laughs> like, I got a girl in here right now. What are you doing in here? My, what I love is the way that Bobby responds to it, which is just, uh-huh. And what should I wear? Oh, what should I wear? <laughs> nobody yeah. ever responds to what Boomhauer is actually saying. No, nobody you know? ever does. Well, it's because I guess nobody can understand him. He goes, and what should I wear? He goes, well, you can't go wrong with silk, man. Can't handle flannel. Get a dang old itchy bottom, man. She swears, top, you wear the bottom. You know what I'm saying, man? He goes, yeah, I was thinking about the Ninja Turtles with underwear. <laughs> like it has nothing. Those two are so far apart. I tell you what, man, let me know, man. Uh, dang old thing works out, man. First call, man. Ninja shuts the door. Uh, now we're at the, the hill. He tells him, I'm your first call. <laughs> I'm like, your first call. Yeah, call me first. <laughs> tell me how it goes. Don't call nobody else. <laughs> uh, now we're at the, the hill dinner table. We've got Hank, Peggy, Bobby, and Connie. We never see Luann in this episode. Nah, you, well, there's a few episodes that are like that where you yeah. don't see Luann. Yeah. Uh, so they're all sitting around the dinner table. Bobby says, uh, you know, I, actually, sorry to interrupt you, no, but actually, good. I think around this time would be, uh, and, I th and I think they kind of reference it in this uh this this particular episode where they did the chicka chicka slim shady. This oh, is around yeah. the time that Brittany Murphy would might have been filming for uh, eight mile. Eight mile. Oh wow! Because yeah. eight mile was around ninety. I guess that is about the right time. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Well, because it was uh, shortly after his big blew up success. They made it like right after his his first or whatever album it was popped yeah. off. It was like two thousand two thousand one something like that. So. Eight Mile, this Eight Mile is a very seminal movie for that time. Oh, you I, think know? I think it's a great movie. I like it. It's actually really good. So, I think that uh, I think that Eminem should have acted in more movies. Honestly, I think that he was not he was not that bad. I know it's, he yeah. was just playing himself. Yeah. Essentially, he was playing his own. It was, it's easy to play yourself, but right, I, th sure. I still think he did. I still think he was all right. So Bobby is trying to uh, <laughs> impress Connie. He's like, I always put my napkin on my lap. Sit down. Boom on my lap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she just kind of giggles. She goes, This is a great dinner, Mrs. Hill. 
And Peggy says, well, we have your mother to thank for that. She recommended that I stir the macaroni with a spoon. And then she looks at Hank and goes, no more burned hands, Hank. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> she was over there stirring up the macaroni with her damn hands. What the hell? She's a so freaking heathen, man. Connie says, uh, and the steak tastes so clean. This is music to Hank's ears. Because he that's says, propane, uh, well, that's the propane, Connie. You see, it's much smoother than uh, grill and charcoal and at a fraction of the cost. Always selling. Hank always is always selling. selling. Uh, and then we kind of go later on to uh, to supper, and uh, she goes, uh, Connie says, you know what I've always wondered? Propane is called liquid petroleum, but isn't it a gas, Mr. Hill? He goes, please, Connie, call, call me, me Hank. Hank. I mean, yeah. he's just, he, I just wrote down very pleased yeah. right there. So a little time passes by, and, and supper's still going on. They've kind of finished up now. They're all sitting around talking. And Connie's apparently telling a story, and she goes, and my dad just crawled out the window and never paid. And then Hank, <laughs> Hank goes, oh, so this is gossip. And he just kind of sits back in the chair and relaxes. It's the first time I've seen Hank relax in a very long time. Well, you know, because somehow, Con, well, Con and men gossip back and forth. So, oh, sure. So Con gets all the tea from men, but Hank doesn't gossip with Peggy. Oh, no. Not often. Well, the only time he really... Not often. They, they, do, they do a little bit of back and forth gossip sometimes, but for the majority of it, like, I see Con and men sitting in bed at night talking to... Like, their sure. relationship yeah. seems better than Hank's and, and Peggy's. They seem like when they sit up at night, they're talking about all the drama of the day while they're while, while Hank and Peggy or Peggy's reading and Hank's watching TV. They're disconnected when they go to bed. I feel like men and the, so they'll sit there and get all the gossip so he has he has uh he has stuff to throw at hank because he hears all yeah. the stuff about hank yeah. that peggy's telling men but he never gets anything to throw at him so now with this stuff he's getting all this gossip and all this ammunition so when they're outside doing the banner back and forth he's got stuff to throw at him hank says so this is gossip and he goes oh well it's pretty good yeah, yeah. He loves it. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good connie says uh, if you're done mrs hill i'll take your plate in with mine she gets uh peggy's plate she takes her plate and she goes into the kitchen peggy says and she has manners too uh, Bobby says, may I take those plates out of your way, sir? And can I tempt you with some toaster strudels or are we watching our figures? <laughs> He's talking plates, about Bobby. Hank. <laughs> Hank says, just take the plates, Bobby. Very good, sir. <laughs> All right. Next we see, uh, we're in the kitchen and, uh, we see the backs of Connie and Bobby and they're both washing dishes over the sink. Bobby says, this is nice. Just the two of us squeak of the gloves, the lemony smell. Oh, there's still a big hunk of fat on this one. Hands it to her, and she goes, thanks. I'm glad you're here. We make a good team. He goes, well, let me hook you up with some more suds. You know, I mean, it's yeah. it's just kind of nice because it's, it's real playful and childish and stuff. Moment. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, very nice. It reminds – well, there's a uh, – I guess this reminds me only because it's in a kitchen doesn't remind me. There's a, a movie called Fried Green Tomatoes, yeah. and there's a book called Fried Green Tomatoes. It was it was after a book, of course, they right. made the movie. Well, in the book, uh, uh, there's two characters in the book that are uh, lesbian lovers. Right. And in the book, it's made very, very evident that they're lesbian lovers. But in the movie, they had to tone it. You yeah, know, for the era, yeah, they had to make yeah, it fit sure. to the era. So there's a scene where uh, the two uh, female protagonists in the movie are in a kitchen, and they're doing all this, like, play fighting with food and throwing food at each other and smearing mm -hmm. it all over each other and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, actually in the book, that scene— just suggested. 
Yeah. That yeah, that scene actually in the book is like the precursor to them having sex. Like mm-hmm. they have sex in the book, but they don't yeah. there. So yeah. uh, I don't think you know that's what this is. It's like one of those uh, ghost moments where they're getting sure. his hands yeah. around. Her, <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's Doing one of those the clay. moments. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a very intimate. I know they're young. I don't like talking about young people like that. But it's a very sure. intimate moment for them. You know, well, especially they, as like at their age too. Yeah. It's like. It's like a tender moment for them. You it know is. I mean? It's a very tender moment. That's a great way to, to, to describe it. It's like life-changing stuff. You know what I mean? It's like his first. Well, it's just such good memories. You know, yeah. just uh, like when you think back. No. Well, you got to think also there's no like life situation where uh-huh. a girl is going to be at your house. Yeah. That you that you're that you're interested in, and your parents are okay with her being there, and they're letting y'all sleep yeah. in the living room together. Yeah. You know yeah. that kind of thing is just. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's because they still think of them as little kids, you know, and that's. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, extent, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Uh, so uh, now we transition there in the living room where they're going to be sleeping in their sleeping bags, and they're doing shadow puppets by a candle in the in the living room. Which, which they is, are children, which yeah, is super cool. They're, they're yeah, children sure. uh, and and uh, Bobby's doing his little dog, and he goes, "My name is," and Connie's what. My name is, is who? My name is, is Slicka Slicka Slim, Slim Shady, Shady Extended Club, club Mix. mix. <laughs> he says <laughs> yeah. Extended Club Mix. Uh, he goes, uh huh, break it down. Uh huh, DJ, everybody is wicked, wicked whack. Uh, Hank and Peggy come walking in, and Hank says, uh, All right, kids, lights out. Uh, and uh, Connie says, Good night, Mr. and Mrs. Hill. And then both of them get into their sleeping bags right next to each other. Uh, uh, Bobby says, you know, it's pretty dark. Are you scared? Connie says, it's not that dark in here. Oh, uh, but sure, I could be a little scared. And she kind of scoots over to him yeah. you know, a little closer. Which is I could be a little scared. Very cute. That is cute, yeah. Uh, Bobby says, I could get my nightlight. She goes, no, that's okay, Bobby. And then she just rolls over uh, and says goodnight. And Bobby, very confused with wide eyes, goes, uh, I guess I'm tired too. And then I guess they go to sleep. You yeah. Know? He's he's a little shaken by this because he doesn't know I, he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he doesn't know what to do yeah, or expect. He has no idea. Yeah. Next day, we're at Tom Landry Middle School. I did uh, I make a note here that the letters are still up on the building, so the ones that Hank welded back up there, oh, they're yeah, still there. It's still there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. You hear the bell ring, and uh, Joseph and Bobby are at the lockers, and uh, Joseph says, "So are your lips numb?" Bobby says, uh, gentleman does not kiss and tell. He goes, you chickened out. He says, yes, yes sir, sir, I, I did. did. Yeah. Joseph says, now she's going to think you don't like her. He goes, yeah, no, don't worry. I'm busting a move tonight, busting a move. Uh, that night, we're at dinner at the Hill House. Bobby's just like, oh, he's, I'm so tired. He's, his mouth is still full of food. He's just trying to get through this thing so fast, you know. Uh, he goes, I better hurry up and get to bed before I fall asleep right here at the table. Uh Men, I mean, uh, Connie says, how many cows do you people eat in a year? So her attitude is completely changed. Like completely she was so changed. sweet, and now she's just fed yeah. up with everybody. You know, like just, maybe just, she's might even be pre-menopausal here. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, not menopausal, but... but uh, Did I say menopausal? Yeah. What's the other one called? She's not 60. Yeah, um, what's the other one called? Uh, a pre... Uh, it's PMS, right? So pre... Well, I guess it oh. is menopausal, huh? Yeah. This is how much we know. Uh, so right. <laughs> I think it might be. So, uh, he's like, uh, you know, better hurry up and get, she goes, how many cows do you people eat in a year? And Hank says, uh, wait, we figured this out once. Like it's a fun game, you know, yeah, play at the like table. It's a, it's a gambling, yeah. <laughs> she says, can I please be excused? He goes, oh, uh, well, sure. And Bobby takes one more bite and goes, me too, please. 
And so he takes off. Bobby, the next thing we see is Bobby is in his uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, PJs again, and he's over there spraying cologne on himself. And he brings out a couple of slices of cake to Connie there in the living room where they sleep in the sleeping bags. He goes, uh, you rushed off before uh, dessert, and I took the liberty of snagging us each piece of butt cake. She goes, I just brushed my teeth. He goes, oh, so did I. She goes, if you just brush your teeth, then why are you going to eat bunt cake? You're just going to have to brush your teeth again. Why don't you ever think? I mean, she is, she is fed yeah, up. She's, she's pissed. Bob, Bobby's just like, oh. you know, he doesn't know what to do. She's bloated and cramping. <laughs> Next morning at breakfast, um, Bobby says, Connie, do you like your syrup warm or cold? Personally, I could go either way. Connie says, can you bother someone else for five minutes so I can go to the bathroom? And she just gets up and goes to the bathroom. Yeah. And Bobby's just like, yes. Now we're in the hall. Uh, Connie is obviously in the bathroom still. Uh, Peggy comes to the door and says, Connie, uh, honey, it's past eight already. And you just hear her from behind the bathroom door just, yeah. She goes, I don't know what she's doing in there for so long. Uh, and Bobby says, I think she's taking a Bobby break. Because, of course, he thinks it's all about him. Yeah, it's you know? always about him. Uh, Peggy says, Hank, you're going to have to take Connie to school. Uh, Bobby and I are late already, and there are no substitute teachers for substitute teachers who are late. Hank just kind of groans, but he stays. Uh, you see time kind of transition a little bit, so it's a little, it's a few minutes yeah, later. Yeah, a later. Hank's still outside waiting for uh, Connie finally comes out of the bathroom and says, is Mrs. Hill home? Hank says, no, she already left for school already. Connie's like, uh, I just, uh, uh, she, she doesn't know how to tell him, you know? And yeah, Hank's it's uncomfortable enough to tell somebody uh, a situation like that, but it's also got to be really uncomfortable to tell your neighbor oh, who's not even no a parent. Kid. Yeah. And, uh, not only that, your neighbor is uh, a stuck-up <laughs> prude. So she's just, like, fumbling around. Finally, she pulls out a little notepad and writes a note to it, hands it to Hank, and he goes, uh, Mr. Hill, I just got my first period. Bah! And that's, <laughs> that's the <laughs> yeah. commercial break right there. So we're going to go ahead and take one, and we will be right back. Let me tell you, Rusty, uh, eating healthy used to be a struggle for me, but that was before I discovered the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. The Blendjet 2. Now when fast food temptation strikes, I just blend up a delicious and nutritious protein shaker smoothie. You know, they gave us a whole bunch of those uh, little packages that came with the blender. Yeah. And there's some really good flavors in there. I mean, there's some like that matcha thing. The green matcha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty damn good. Uh, Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, uh, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. Mm. It's small enough to fit uh, in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Maybe a human thumb. Don't. It doesn't. Don't put your thumb in it. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C, which has saved us all. There's nothing worse than turning that USB thing over and over and over and over and then finally finding how it plugs in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't USB like that either. Saved yes. us, saved USB-C us saved us all. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. <laughs> Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. Uh, there's 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from. There's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. I have, um, we have a pink one? Lavender. Oh, I think ours is lavender. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Toy Story Aliens. Oh, yeah. It's like the Pizza Planet one. Ooh, yeah. that Ooh. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, they've got some really cool uh, uh, 
colors and yeah. but I really like the patterns. I know one of the people here got one that looks like Woody the sheriff. Is there a mm -hmm. code with them? There is a code. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and glab, gra <laughs> grab yours glibity, today. Glibity glab glob. it today. Glibity, glibity, glob. Uh, and when you do glab it, uh, make sure you use the promo code. B-W-A-A-A-1-2. That's to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Blendjet 2, formerly known as Blendjet. <laughs> hey, everyone. It's me, your puzzle-loving pal. Did you know I was a puzzle-loving pal? I didn't know you were a puzzle-loving pal. <laughs> I got to tell you about my latest obsession. It's Wongo Puzzles. Uh, these things are the real deal. They are high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I have been there. I will tell you this. Uh, my parents, you know, they're very old and decrepit, and uh, they make... Uh, they they do puzzles all the damn time. Yeah, like there's always a table that what has else like an unfinished do, right? puzzle. Yeah, it's either that or I don't know. Die. Feel, <laughs> feel your bones. Uh, so they these puzzles, these Wongo puzzles, they are a hundred percent wooden. Uh, they'll last forever. Uh, each piece is hand drawn. Just think about that for a second. Each piece is hand drawn, hand drawn, so no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun whimsy pieces as you work through it. Whimsy. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. You know, before we started doing this, I didn't realize how many people I know already have these Wongo puzzles. I mean, they're they're apparently pretty. pretty you can't go wherever Juan go. <laughs> With uh, stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I loved doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have it on the table for a week. Uh, what, so what are you waiting for? Let's go to Wongo Puzzles, W-O-N-G-O Puzzles.com and pick a puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code B-W-A-A-A for 10% off your order. It's the most fun you'll have with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use your code B-W-A-A-A to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. All right, so we are back. Um... And we've got Connie sitting on the couch next to Hank. Uh, Hank is just feverishly flipping through the binder. Uh, he's like, oh, God, I don't want you to worry about a thing, Connie. I passed the OSHA emergency management course all nine years I was required to take it. <laughs> he goes, are you sure about this? Yeah, are you sure about this? Connie's like, uh, pretty sure. He goes, oh. Come on, come on, come on. Vaccination record, complete list of prime numbers. Don't worry about it, Connie. We're going to get through this somehow. Okay, do you have any idea how to tie a tourniquet? <laughs> she says no and just starts crying and bawling. Uh, the next thing we a see. Tourniquet. Well, yeah, <laughs> a tourniquet. What are you going to do with a tourniquet? Yeah. <laughs> next, uh, on the beach, uh, you see Con and, and Connie, uh, Con and Men sitting there on the lounge chairs, and they're all beach ready. Con is flipping through his speech cards. You know, he's going to get up and give this yeah, big, impressive cards, speech. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, this is the best speech ever written. JFK got nothing on me. Profiles in jealousy. Ha, ha, ha. 
So that brings us to our second little note here. I've only got a couple this time, but okay. uh, what, what he's talking about, Profiles and Jealousy, jealousy yeah. is uh, he's actually referring to the JFK book from 1956, uh, Profiles in Courage. Was that like the like a biography of, of JFK around that time? So it says, Profiles in Courage is a 1956 volume of short biographies describing acts of bravery and integrity by eight United States senators. Oh, okay. uh, the book profiles senators who defined the uh, or who defied the opinions of their party and constitutes to um, and constitutes to do what they felt right and yeah. suffered severe criticism and losses in popularity as a result. John F. Kennedy, then a U.S. senator, so this is before he was president, yeah. uh, won a Pulitzer Prize for the work. Uh, however. In his 2008 autobiography, Kennedy's speechwriter, Ted Sorensen, who was presumed as early as 1957 to be the book's ghostwriter, acknowledged that he did a first draft on most chapters and helped choose the words of many of its sentences. Yeah. So JFK won a Pulitzer and this other guy wrote it. Well, that's what they said. Uh, that, well, that's what they say about presidents now is that uh, you get a high number of presidents who didn't fight or do anything like that because JFK was a war hero. He was actually like on a, a PT boat and stuff right. like that. He was in. Right. He was in the middle of uh, some some sketchy stuff. He got shot at, so he'd, he'd been in active war zones. Sure. You don't get presidents like that no more. No, you don't. I, I think it starts I'm around, I'm not sure like, most of our presidents can write. But, like, Jimmy Carter around that time, <laughs> I mean, I think that's around, because the last one that I remember being uh, was Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yeah. And every president after that, except for Herbert Walker Bush, was, no, none of them served. Right. Yeah. Right. You can't count the Air National Guard. No, you don't count the Air National Guard, and you certainly don't. Uh, well, you count them. I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, take away from what they do. No, the Guard's great. Uh, just saying it's not the same as being in a war a, situation where you're being shot at. As a politician who avoided stuff that, you know, you want a route to avoid it, you know, because you're cocaine addiction. <laughs> Uh, Imagine being uh, that's what he said. Imagine being a fighter fighter pilot on cocaine. You ever think he was in the air on cocaine? I I don't want to speculate on that, but thank you. Uh, So he said, uh, (laughs) JFK got nothing on me, profiles in jealousy. So he's making fun of that book. Uh, Men says, You need to relax, Con. Come, we throw frisbee. Where it land, that's where we make crazy love. Uh, He just kind of throws the frisbee and they run off together and he goes, Oh, yeah, I'm bad bad boys. Systems analysis. <laughs> Next thing we see is Hank, uh, or we see their cell phones start to ring, which crazy. It was a little flip phone. It was yeah. one of those old plastic flip yeah, phones, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and then it goes back to Hank, and Hank is just calling and calling. Finally, he hangs up and he 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 calls the school. Uh, man answers Tom Landry Middle School. He says, "I need to speak with Mrs. Peggy Hill." He goes, "I'm sorry, district policy prohibits disturbing a teacher in the classroom." Hank says, "Peggy is my wife, and I want her disturbed right now." The guy says, "Okay, I'll connect you to her voicemail." He goes, "No, but I." And then you hear the machine pick up, you know, and it says, "The person you have reached." And then you hear Peggy's voice. This is Peggy Hill. I am so sorry. I cannot take your call. Please leave a message. And then it goes back to the machine and goes, is not available to leave a message. So all Peggy was supposed to do was say her name. That's it. To record this message. But instead, she's like, this is Peggy Hill. I'm so sorry. I cannot take your call. Please leave a message. And then it says, is not available. (laughs) I think it's a great joke. Uh, It's a good joke. It's a very good joke. Hank uh, hangs up the phone, calls another number, uh, calls mom. And we only know that because it's on his speed dial on his handheld phone. Yeah. 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 Uh, And she answers. She's in the kitchen. She goes, hello. He's just like, "Uh." she goes, hello. He goes, ah, and just hangs up, you know, because he just can't talk <laughs> can't, to can't his mom it, yeah. about it. Yeah. 
so the next thing you see is uh, Hank putting a blanket over Connie to like shield her from the world, I guess. Yeah, and then they walk weird. out the back sliding glass door and he puts her in the truck. Uh, we find out that he takes her to the emergency room. Uh, and uh, then the doctor comes out with Connie and, and uh, Hank says, is she going to be okay? All the places, like <laughs> all the places you could take somebody room. that's going through like a change of life. Yeah. He, you like, and that's, I just don't understand. He took that. him to the emergency room. He doesn't know what else to do. Well, you know, I mean, went, he could have went next door and got Dale to grab uh, Nancy. Uh, or that's true. I never thought about Nancy. Yeah. Where's Luann? Where's run Nancy? Just out in the middle of the street yeah. and scream for a neighbor. You know, there's enough neighbors <laughs> around there that Hank's probably mowed their yard or fixed their fence. He, you know, when him. it comes down to it, Hank wants to fix the situation. He just doesn't know what to do about it. You know, and, it, and plus, it just makes him so damn uncomfortable. Well, you know. So uh, he's at the emergency room, and the uh, doctor says, she's going to be fine. I've taken care of things for now, but here's a list of products that Connie, uh, for Connie, which you can pick up at any pharmacy. Uh, Hank says, oh, couldn't you just give her the stuff? You are a hospital. She goes, no, you have to go and buy them. He goes, I mean, let's say I got stitches. You might send me home with a box of Band-Aids if I ask for them, right? Uh, and the doctor says, Band-Aids aren't going to work in this situation. Please don't try Band-Aids. <laughs> don't try Band-Aids. <laughs> Woo! She's not sure that he well, won't. Isn't that what a pad is? Just like a giant Band-Aid? Well, I, I, again, don't want to comment on that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now we're at the uh, Megalomart, uh, and they are, uh, Connie and Hank are, are going through, and they're picking up feminine hygiene products and stuff. Uh, and Hank says, I'll oh, 8A. Boy, we sure are a long way from automotive. And then we see the sign hanging in the aisle. It says, aisle 8A, feminine hygiene. He asks Connie, uh, you got your list? She goes, yes. Just because I started my period doesn't mean I can't hold on to a piece of paper. I mean, she is still <laughs> not feeling great. No, nah, she's not. So she pushes the basket down the aisle, and Hank says, okay, then I'll just uh, wait right here for you. And then he kind of starts muttering because she's taking a while. She's going through the the aisle and Connie is looking from side to side to side. And here are the things that are on the aisle. There's the Megalo Maxi, which has a cartoon picture of a bird. Okay. Uh, we have the Megalo Free. The birds and the bees. I <laughs> we, guess she's the bird. We have, a, we have Megalo Free, which okay. uh, has a big flower on it. Then All we right. have Megalo Mini which uh, has a butterfly and the words Mega Fresh Scent. Okay, so it's the mini pads with fresh scent. <laughs> right. And then the last one is uh, Fresh Spirit, which has waves and the sun on it, mm. you know, uh, that not-so-fresh feeling. Yeah. Uh, Hank is kind of muttering to himself. He's like, oh, come on, Connie, pick something, anything. Don't make me come down there. I mean, the last thing he wants to do is come down that damn aisle. She sees all this stuff, and she just starts crying, and he's like, oh, no, hold on, Connie. And so he comes there uh, next to her, and she goes, this really sucks, Mr. Hill. My mom taught me nothing. Six ninety five for one stupid box. Oh, I only have $5. Can I borrow two stupid dollars? I mean, she is just, yeah, she trying. is fit to be no, tied, man. And uh, Hank says, it's, it's okay, Connie. It's on me. We'll get you all set up here. Uh, and then they pass one of those stand-ups of Chuck Mangione, and he's got a big speech bubble that says, freedom feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at it and just goes, oh, Chuck. You know, I went on a rabbit <laughs> like hole the other day because Chuck Mangione. It's his oh, yeah? fault that I did it. I started looking up odd instruments yeah. and instrumentalists Flugel. in that odd instrument. So I got on this rabbit hole of oboe jazz, like jazz oboe. And uh, I found this album uh, called Homage to John Coltrane, where uh, I can't remember the guy's name. David something or another is his name. Sanborn? Uh, no, something else. Uh, he's an oboist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he uh, he does the whole John Coltrane, like, 
classic hits of John Coltrane on the sure. oboe. Yeah. Does it all on the oboe? On the oboe. Yeah, he's an oboe. Sounds yeah, wonderful. Great. Love some oboe. Classical. Uh, now we're back at Hank's house. Uh, Connie says, uh, you know, Mr. Hill, maybe this isn't such a big deal after all. He goes, nope, not such a big deal. In fact, it's such a little deal, we won't ever have to talk about it again. <laughs> <laughs> he's in there just reading the paper. She is looking through her uh, box of tampons she just got, and uh, she goes, now, how do I change one of these? And Hank just like, oh. <laughs> he looks up, and he's just very shocked. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we see, which... <laughs> This is nuts. Uh, there's two police officers leading Peggy out of the school. It's almost like she's handcuffed or something, but they're like uh, being summoned. It, well, yeah, it's, it's like, like it's like her house is blown up or something's is this happened. What you know, somebody's when you died. Get subpoenaed? I, I don't know. <laughs> Has man. she been oh, no sequestered or what is it when they? Uh, but she gets she yeah. gets let out and she gets in a car and just tears ass home. I mean, she is. Uh, Bill, well, that's the thing is, is she's tearing ass home because she knows exactly, like in her mind, she's like somebody's oh, dead, shit. something's happened. Well, yeah, that, she, like, yeah. She like if she knows what's going on, she knows that Hank's been dealing with whatever it is. And yeah. she's ready to, she doesn't know what's going on. No, she, she just thinks yeah, maybe yeah. somebody got hit by a freaking trash truck or something. Bad stuff. Uh, so she's let out by the cops. She's racing home. She comes in so fast that she hits the trash can. Bill, Dill, and Boomhauer are out in the thick. Oh, excuse me. They're out in the alley. He goes, oh, incoming. She comes in. She hits the trash can. Uh, Bill says, oh, I can't look. Uh, and then uh, Dale looks at the poor trash can on its side, all dented in. He goes, she never even got to see her first trash day. <laughs> and then the, the the dent in the can pops out, and he goes, ha-ha, big bad can. I mean, <laughs> he's such an idiot. He's a weirdo. So now we're in the garage. It's his own show. Yes, no kidding. Like Just like the live action. Yeah, well, whether they do it live action, Johnny Hardwick. Or not, yeah, that'd be funny. I think live action would be good, but I, I, I think also if they made like an animated show, uh, where it was just Dale. Yeah. Just Dale's yeah. like daily life. You know what I mean? Dale. I don't know. Dale might be one drugs. of those characters that you can get too much of, though. You know, maybe you need him in small doses. Yeah, maybe. So uh, now we're well, in. That's the... why you do like seven minute shorts. Uh, that's true. I think that's what they should do. I think that would be a great episode. That would be cool. Like do those little shorts on Adult Swim or whatever. Yeah, on every, just for Dale. every character though, not just Dale, but each yeah. each of the four guys, just the four guys, because you can't Boomhauer, go too deep. Boomhauer one could just be silent the whole time. It would just be like you know, it's just it him just doing like Quagmire, <laughs> just doing <laughs> it, stuff. It would just be him going giggity goo at home. So we're in the garage. Uh, Peggy comes tearing ass in. She goes, "Where's Bobby?" Uh, and uh, Hank says, oh, it's Connie. She goes, Hank, what is it? He goes, you know, the special time in girls' lives and freshness and all that. <laughs> she goes, oh, my Lord, poor Connie. He goes, poor Connie, poor me. I had to learn about mega absorbency. <laughs> she says, you went down aisle eight? We have been married for 20 years, and I can't get you past aisle five. <laughs> I like that right there where he says, I wasn't joyriding, I wasn't Peggy. joyriding. It was a medical emergency. She goes, well, why didn't you call me sooner? She's, he says, I tried to call you. I tried calling men and con. I even hung up on my own mother. Own mother. And she's such a nice woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Peggy says, well, Hank, you did your best, but I'm in charge now. You keep trying men and con. I'll talk to Connie, and then I'll talk to Bobby. He says, uh, I don't think Bobby should know about this. It's bad enough that I know about this. She says, do you want to be in charge, Hank? He says, no. <laughs> and he's just like, no. Uh, so uh, Bobby pulls up on a bike. Uh, you see Peggy outside on the uh, back porch on the uh, – uh, the the outside furniture, the lawn furniture, 
And Bobby says, uh-oh, last time you were waiting for me, I learned about goldfish heaven, which I thought, <laughs> that's a great job. That's, that's a, great a good job. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes, come on, Bobby, let's go to Whataburger. And they both get in the car. He goes, all right. Oh, God, where's Lady Bird? <laughs> like, he knows if, if you're going to Whataburger, it's serious. Something's you know? happening. So now uh, we're at the Systems Expo in Maui, and we can tell that because there's a giant banner behind everybody on stage. The guy at the uh, microphone says, I now pass the torch to my good friend, Khan Susa Newsenphone. You hear the applause and all that. Cell phone rings. Uh, Min picks it up in the audience trying to be quiet. She goes, hello? Oh, Hank Hill, what do you want? Hank is at the po- or Khan is at the podium. Oh, uh, so obviously he called and finally got a hold of him and told her. Khan is up there giving his speech. As he gets up to give his speech, he looks at the first ca- card, and the card literally just says, "You are super cool." Like, yeah, <laughs> pump yeah, him yeah. up, you know. Uh, and so he starts making his announce, or he starts making his speech. He goes, "Gentlemen and ladies of system analysis, what really brings us together here? Systems or the sunshine?" Terrible joke, Con. Terrible, terrible. Uh, he says, I think we do best to remember the words of Maya Angelou. And he gets a note passed to him by somebody on the stage. And he goes, uh, uh, I think we do best to remember the words of Maya Angelou. Looks at the note and goes, ah! And then they both just go running off. Uh, we're back at the Whataburger. And uh, it, it's weird because they are sitting outside at the Whataburger eating. Remember when they used to have those outside tables and stuff in front of the Whataburger? No. It was almost like a Sonic. Like, you know how Sonic has those few tables right there yeah, in between? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it was like tables. that. Oh, yeah. Okay. But that's when Whataburgers also were all uh, like pyramid shaped. Yeah, yeah, A-frame. So Peggy's talking to Bobby. Bobby's eating his, his meal there. She goes, Bobby, you're at an age now when, well, things are starting to change. And while some things are better learned through guessing or, cer- guessing or certain educational films, some things are better learned from your parents. <laughs> Bobby says, Mom, why don't you gather your thoughts while I get another order of onion rings? And Peggy just, like, blurts it out. She, Connie started Connie period. started her period. He says, what's that now? She goes, she's taking her first steps to becoming a woman. He says, she can't be a woman. I'm still a kid. Look at me. I even got the kid's meal. I love this toy. Uh, she goes, oh, Bobby, honey, you will catch up eventually. Yeah, this year, for sure. yeah, this year, next group. year, it does not matter because you will always be mommy's little man. And then she just like pinches his cheeks. Mm. That's not good looks. No, Bobby can't like that. Yeah, I, but the he's the last Bobby, one. To, he's, he's the only one that don't really like come out of that bloom or blossom. That's really, true. like you that's got, uh, which really makes me think about. This this reboot, yeah. you know the the continuation of this story because well, uh, you got Joseph. Well, that's the thing is, is how uh, I'm gonna like to see how Adlon does his voice yeah. aged up. Yeah, if it gets lower, if it gets, she's. I wonder if she's gonna have to do Bobby lower. I saw her. Uh, she was on some show doing the voices and stuff. She came out and did the whole show as Bobby. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, I think well, maybe you told Kimmel me about that. Or something? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, next thing we see on the couch next to Connie, uh, we've got. Uh, uh, Bobby and Peggy and all that. He goes, so, uh, or Bobby is sitting next to Connie on the, on the uh, couch in the living room. And she goes, so Connie, uh, you want to go jump off the bike ramp? She said, no. Play soccer? No. Go swimming at the rec center? She goes, you know what I want to do, Bobby? Sit here. And then Bobby kind of gets pissed off. He's like, fine, you sit on that couch. I'm young, I'm young, and I'm alive, and I'm going to go outside and enjoy life. And then the next thing you see is Bobby goes into his room, and he throws away those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle PJs. Yeah, he's done. He's trying to grow up. But But you know what? I'm going to tell everybody here, keep the Ninja Turtle PJs. Oh, hell yeah. Because the women, you know, once you get to about 30, the women love Ninja Turtle PJs. (laughs) 
So the next thing we see is he goes in his room, he throws away the TMNT PJs, but he does see the mommy's little man PJs and he picks them up and he just kind of rubs them against his cheek, you know, like, it's his last little part of not having to grow up. It's almost like weaning a baby off of the uh, teat, you know what I mean? He's like weaning the kid off of his comfort item. Off his PJs. It's tough. It's like when when your kid finally lets go of that stuffed animal for the last time, you know, it's that kind of feeling. And as a parent, that feeling is that's, that feeling that's sucks. A rough one. Yeah, that's a rough it sucks. One. Well, that is our uh, second commercial break, and we will take one, and we will be right back after crying. <laughs> <laughs> we hey, Rusty, did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? No, I mean, I didn't know that. I mean, I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned a bottle around to actually see what's inside. You know, recently I did, and I found out many of my favorite creamers, like especially the one my wife used to use, uh, they contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, ooh, dipotassium phosphate, whatever Sounds that is, terrible artificial flavors. I don't, I can't take artificial flavors a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good on any flavoring. Taste, they taste. Gross. I like. I don't like flavors in my coffee. I like. Co- I like the earth and flavor. Of coffee. I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I I do love it. I just um, I don't like all that crap in my coffee, right? Yeah, no, who does that? So let me tell you about Laird Superfoods then. Uh, they have better ingredients, amazing taste, and functional benefits. Uh, Laird Superfood creamers are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into your routine. Now, they're all-natural. They've got whole food ingredients. Uh, They contain naturally occurring MCTs from coconut oil. And everybody tells you coconut oil is good for you. Mm -hmm. There's no artificial flavors, no colors, no additives, uh, no sugar from highly refined corn syrup. So that's a big deal right there. Um, If you take one thing you do every day and make it better, Laird developed his creamer himself to stay powered for a day on the waves. He was a big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton was, and he needed a morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. So he made this creamer, and uh, it's crazy, crazy good. Uh, Laird sources high-quality plant-based ingredients globally and puts an emphasis on U.S. sources whenever possible. They aim to source responsibly and sustainably and believe that the food you consume should be as good for the earth as they are for you. They have honest and transparent products and labels. Uh, If you try it, you won't go back. Um, They have functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. They have a variety of snacks and supplements full of wholesome plant-based ingredients to keep you charged for wherever life takes you. So to get a deal on Laird Superfoods, I need you to go to zen.aibwaaakingofthehill. So that's zen.ai slash bwaaakingofthehill. And your offer code there is bwaaa. So Laird Superfoods makes a better creamer that keeps you powered all day, and it's better for you, the earth, and your coffee. What do you say, Rusty? You want to go get some coffee? Mmm. Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rusty. Yeah. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? Oh, no. I don't know about you, but like 2, 33 o'clock, I just hit a wall almost every day. I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, brain fog. But luckily, there's a cure. Oh, there is? 
actually, I should have said there's a solution. It's called Cure. Cure Hydration. Uh, the Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution, or ORS, uh, that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes. You know how important that is because plants crave it. Super important. And glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water powder and pink Himalayan salt. And it is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. Uh, that makes it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, the packets that they give you, they're convenient. They're easy to use. You just mix them with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need quick hydration. Uh, hydration is more than just drinking water, Rusty. It is, uh, that's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. I've known people like that. My yeah, wife, my yeah, wife yeah. drinks so much water, it's crazy. Lauren found Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. Uh, Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they only use the highest ingredients and quality plant-based stuff to avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. So are you ready to combat dehydration? Absolutely. You, you can try Cure today and feel difference for feel the difference for yourself. Use your code. B-W-A-A-A. <laughs> Sorry, I blanked. You're good for 20% off your order. Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use our special code. B-W-A-A-A. For 20% off your order. Uh, your coupon will be activated at checkout. Try Cure Hydration. Stop drying out. All right, and we are back. Um, we uh, have reached the point in the show where Bobby has come to grips with it, uh, kind of. Um, yeah, kind of. You know, he just he's always he's the late bloomer. Yeah. You know, he just yeah. this is Bobby's mentality, just a, a slow well, guy. And like they say here in a minute, I mean, everybody's just confused. You know, they don't know what to do. And that uh, doesn't change. No, I'm it thirty really some years old. I'm still confused. What the hell's going on? I don't exactly know. right. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the matrix. Joseph, yeah. Joseph is all, on his bike. Sims, they're gonna pick me up, put me in the pool, and take away the ladder at any minute. <laughs> Joseph is on his bike in the front yard. Bobby's like sitting on the uh, curb, and he's just kind of sulking. Uh, Joseph says, "Word is Connie's aunt's flows in town." Man, Ooh. I always hated that. that I don't, I don't flow. like that phrase. I don't really at all. like that phrase either. It's no. little, uh, we can't really say Ann flow anymore because Ann flow is the progressive chick. Right? <laughs> That's that right. Her? Yeah, that's the progressive commercial. Yeah. Isn't her name Flo? Yeah. yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that to her. Bobby says, "Yeah, probably because she started her period. She's got to curse, and I think it cut." So, number one, the joke is he's saying that her aunt Flo is in town, yeah. and then Bobby responds with, "Yeah, probably because she got her period." So he literally thinks there is an aunt Flo that has come to town to help support <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah, you know? there's, there's he goes, <laughs> she's in town. She's just helping out." He goes, "This uh, one kind of makes me laugh too. All my hormones being close to her hormones." Yeah, he says, I, like, "She got the curse." I think I caused it. All my like, hormones like being too close to her. apple or something, and <laughs> she's so a banana, and you put them both together, and the apple spoils. He's so goofy. And the banana starts to turn. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joseph says, it's all over, Bobby. I heard that when girls get the curse, they only go out. The curse. They only go out with hairy high school guys with cars. Bobby says, I got peach fuzz in a bike. 
Like that's something, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's got more than most. That's true. That's true. <laughs> He's got that bike. Uh, cab pulls up in front of Hank. Uh, in front of Hank's house, Hank is outside watering his grass. Uh, and uh, Con and Min get out. <laughs> this one's got love. This right here too. Con says, uh, "Where is my daughter? I want to. I want to wake her up from this, this chicken, chicken fried, fried nightmare." nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Connie comes running out and hugs him, and he goes, "Mom, Dad." Uh, and Con is he doesn't know what the hell to do either. He goes, oh, he, uh, got a clue, yeah. "He goes, it is very nice to see you again, Con Junior." <laughs> Go with your mother, yes. And they, they just walk well, off. Well, I imagine culturally, too, there's probably... Like, oh, sure. There's probably different cultural things, too, that go around how, oh, how Laotians handle... Uh, coming alive. Well, first you got dads. How do they handle it? You know, men yeah. in general, we don't know what the hell to do. Well, in a lot of uh, a lot of societies like that, men don't handle it. And it's funny them being in Hawaii too, because I don't know. Here's some fun facts for y'all that I just happen to know about Hawaii. Hawaiian culture: the women are actually it's a matriarchal society, and women during their period they go off to like spa type uh. type environment where they're allowed to be away from men, and they the men take care of the kids while the women spend a week. Good for in them. The, uh, you know, yeah. relax. Well, not relax. Well, relaxing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah like, I got you. Like a spot. Trying type to make deal. themselves comfortable. Meditation sure. type thing, like sure. a, a mindfulness, spiritual body type thing. Like take care of yourself. So she goes off with uh, with her mother, men, and uh, Hank says, uh, "You know, you can thank me for taking care of this, Con. It wasn't exactly easy." Con says, "Thank you. You lucky I don't sue you." He says, luck has nothing to do with it. You got no cause. And then uh, they both take off. <laughs> but Hank is still standing there, and now he's watering his tree for some like a big old tree. He's just watering the trunk of the tree. He's being nice. I, I guess you got to do that. He's uh, probably pissed. He's probably mad. You know, <laughs> like Hank, how does Hank relieve his anger other than lawn work? Oh. What if he's watered everything in the yard? He's like, well, you know, the tree could use some. Well, there's one more thing here in a minute. As hot that as I, it is in Texas right now, you could water. Oh, you need to water every damn thing in your yard. True. Your, your curb might need some water before it crumbles. In the B story, we've got all three of the guys out in the uh, in the alley, and they're drinking beer. Dell says, uh, there's still time. Hurry. Uh, and we see the Arlen sanitation truck come around the corner. Yeah. Uh, he goes, uh, she's got room for three more. And then uh, you see the, the, the guys, they, they throw their cans in there real quick. And uh, the, the sanitation truck pulls up, and it's got one of those arms, you know, that picks up the whole can, dumps it, and puts it back down. Yeah, they, that's cool that they had them back then. I didn't know that because uh, when I was a kid We didn't get them up, here then. No, it's no, no. no. We while. didn't have yeah. them. So yeah. this is in the 90s, this particular show. This particular episode is at the late 90s. I think we're almost in the 2000s at this point because we got the Y2K episode coming up soon. So yeah. uh, the uh, – the trash can thing. When I, man, I remember the they used to have the trash men hanging off the back of it, grabbing the trash. Yeah, sure. Up until maybe, maybe like five years ago. Yeah, five, it hadn't been. It ago. hadn't been very long, very honestly, long since we got them here. Um, but uh, the and, they, and if you're in the right area, though, uh, I remember back in the day, teachers were all would tell you, "Oh, you don't want to be a trash man." But yeah. if you were in certain areas that were unionized, you were making more oh, money yeah, you than made, a teacher. You made real good money. Trash, yeah, yeah it's crazy. But the uh, that the just shows you how underpaid teachers. The are. trash <laughs> truck picks up the trash can, it dumps it and dumps it, and then it lets go and it puts the damn can in the trash truck. I mean, I've seen that before, you know, because the thing just doesn't let loose in time. Uh, and they, they're all just, ah, because <laughs> yeah. the yeah. can's taken and Boomhauer runs after the trash truck. He's like, Hey man, dang old, what are you doing? I'm trash man. I'm taking it up. I'll call 911, man. And then Bill, he just gets all sad, of course, because everything's about Bill. He goes, everything I love is taken from me. Dale says, what are you talking about? She was my can. 
Next thing we see is the TV playing a documentary on whales. Yeah. The mother sings a gentle song welcoming her calf to a watery new world. Khan comes in. Yeah. She goes, uh, 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 or Khan is, <laughs> he starts to come into the room. He's got a sandwich and some milk for her because that's really the only way he knows to comfort her. Uh, Connie is over there just hugging a pillow real hard and kind of, kind of rocking back and forth. Khan comes in and goes, oh, man, she's doing it again. Help me. Make her stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Con, uh, Min says, I'm on it. Uh, she comes over and sits on the couch next to Connie, and this is kind of sweet. Uh, she goes, Mom, I, I was really mean to Bobby, and I don't know why. She goes, he's a little annoying boy. Uh, she goes, Mom, he goes, Con Jr., you have PMS. It's hard, but very easy to understand. You just yell and yell and yell, or you just cry and cry. She <laughs> says, but it feels like I'm doing both of those at the same time. She says, Connie, you feel things more now. Make sad movie truly excellent. <laughs> you, you <laughs> I love that perspective from her. Yeah, that's funny. It's really Make pretty positive, honestly. Truly yeah. excellent. Yeah. She goes, you watch Titanic on the right day, it blow you away. Or you could watch Thumbtanic. <laughs> have you ever heard of the, the Yes, the I have heard of Thumbtanic, yeah. She says, uh, and you get intuition. She goes, and I get to have babies. She goes, whoa, slow down, Con Jr. I tell you now what my mother told me. And she says something in Loatian. She goes, Bobby Hill. And keeps talking in Loatian. She goes, Mom, you don't know Bobby. He's not like all the other boys. She says, all men are the same. But now you are different. You must act different like an adult, except at movie theater where you where you child and your father and I are students because she wants to get in cheap. That's all that's about. They say all three students. That's right. We're students and you're child. I held on to my college ID for so long oh, yeah. after I left MCC. I kept my uh, my state ID. You know, I used to teach for a state college. Yeah. I, I, I still have it in my wallet because I used to get cheaper rates at a go. hotel. You know? Yeah, <laughs> got I mean, you got to get what you can get. Uh, Hank and Bobby are in the garage. This is the one I'm talking about. Um, so they're both sitting at the uh, at the workbench. Hank has a wooden ruler and he's measuring screws. One at a time and putting them in the right cans. Yeah. <laughs> He's measuring these damn screws. Uh, and so Bobby just kind of, you know, he's put out. He, again, he's sulking a little bit. And so Hank says, uh, so uh, Dr. Hertig says your teeth are looking good. That a boy. <laughs> that a boy. <laughs> That's nothing to talk to him about. He goes, Dad, I think Connie's going to break up with me because she hates me. He says, she doesn't hate you. He goes, yes, she does. She's no longer the girl who fell in love with me. Now she's just a woman who yells at me. Hank says, Bobby, every woman has a period uh, of time every month. He goes, every month? Or he goes, even mom? Even mom? He goes, Bobby, <laughs> yeah. if I were going to get through this and uh, you cannot ask me, ask me questions yeah. like that, he goes, oh, my bad. He said, now every month a woman has this, time, has this time when she gets very angry at everything, and usually men are the everything. He goes, it's like a tire fire. What great analogy here, Hank. It's like a yeah. tire fire. Trying to put it out only makes it worse. You just got to let it burn. Grab a beer and... Let it burn. Let it burn. Uh, now we see Hank uh, a little bit later in the evening. He's knocking on Khan's door. He's got uh, Connie's little suitcase, and he goes, Khan uh, comes to the door, and he goes, Hank Hill, you ruined my life. What can I do for you? <laughs> he says, uh, Connie left some things at my house. I thought she might want them back. Uh, Connie comes running up, and now she's in a great mood. You know, she's like, uh, hey, Mr. Hill, thanks for letting me stay with you. Sorry it was so boring. And they both just kind of share a chuckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she runs off. He's just like, yep. Uh, Khan says, what the hell was that? She didn't cry at you. She never, all she ever does is cry at me. It's not fair. I make more money than you. Yeah. <laughs> He's getting sad. Hank says, I think it's been a long day for all of us. Tomorrow will be easier. Uh, for me anyway. <laughs> uh, Khan says, sure. Everything easy for you. You world's best father. I seen the mug. 
Uh, me, I'm nothing. I want mug too, Hank Hill. I mean, he's really sad <laughs> yeah, about really this, really sad, you know? Yeah. Hank says, uh, well, I just so happen to have a book here that might help you out with that. And he's talking about that big binder that they left for Yeah, their big binder. He goes, oh, and uh, I had an extra chapter at the beginning. And uh, Khan's flipping through it. He goes, Isle 8A? What is Isle 8A? He, he, Hank says, you know, it's the one next to the deodorants and the uh, ointments. And Khan immediately knows what that is. And he's just like, oh. Uh, and Hank just pats him on the back and goes, yeah, I know. All right. So for the last scene, we see Connie in the garage. She's playing the violin, uh, just trying to pass the time. Bob, Bobby. <laughs> this interchange, right? This, ex- this exchange is very between good. the two is great. It's, it's a really good writing on it for sure. Bobby comes walking up out of the dark. And the funny thing about Bobby to show that he's still a little kid. He's just got a stick that he found somewhere, and he's just kind of whipping the stick around. You yeah, know? just being He's a using kid. it. Well, he's a little kid. He's also using it as, like, nervous energy kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, like he, a fidget stick or yeah, whatever. Yeah, he walks up to her and goes, uh, is this a bad time? Uh, she says, my mom says we shouldn't be alone together That'd anymore. Be a good name for, on a shirt. What? Fidget stick. Fidget stick. Yeah. <laughs> or a name for a band. She says, my mom says we shouldn't be alone together anymore and that you only want one thing. He goes, uh, did she say what that was? Because I'm so confused. <laughs> yeah, I love that. That's funny. <laughs> she goes, me too. This sucks. He goes, so uh, you're a woman now. Technically. Goes, technically, I think I'm only a woman four days a month. He goes, only four days? Well, that's for most people, but uh, you're super organized. I bet you can get through it in two days. <laughs> she goes, I don't think that's how it works. He goes, eh. you know, if I was becoming a man, I wouldn't dump you. And Connie's like, uh, I don't want to dump you, Bobby. I still want to be your girlfriend. But for those four days when I'm a woman, I don't want to be anywhere near you. He goes, deal. I'll see you in two days. And he just walks off. And, and, walks that's, and it becomes that simple for them. That's, you know? Well, that's how simple yeah. it is when you're in middle school. I it really guess. is. It really is. It's not that simple in real life. And that's our credits, man. We are done. Uh, yeah. And then after the credits, of course, we hear uh, Peggy say, do you want to be in charge, charge Hank? Hank? He goes, no. no. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. That's the that's end it. of the episode, man. We got through season four, episode five, Aisle episode 8A. Five. It's a good episode. It's very touching. Uh, I really like the way that the characters are handled in this. And like I say, it could have been a lot worse. Uh, it was uh, it was done in a really, really good uh, way that made you yeah, feel good at the I end. I think so. There. You know, you, they're a, still kids no matter what happened. Good moral lesson in there. And if you didn't know what a period was, you sure do by the end of that episode. <laughs> well, it's a period of time. Period. Hank uh, says. Of time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, uh, what do you say? The freshness. The f- <laughs> yeah. yeah the freshness. You have to learn about the freshness. I don't know why he called it freshness when it's like it, it's not very it's not a very fresh. Experience. The freshness feels so good. Says yeah. uh, says Mangione. Uh, okay, so you want to tell them where they can find more of this? You can find more of this at bwaaakoth dot com. Dot com. Or roguemedianetwork.com. You can find a slew of other podcasts. Got a lot. Uh, you can also uh, see me on another podcast called Animation Conversation. Yes, you sir. On YouTube. That's you can go anywhere to watch us or listen to or listen to us rather. But if you want to watch us, you can go to youtube.com slash at animation conversation. Yeah. It's uh it's with F. Uh, who John uh, F. worked yeah, on a lot of big cartoons. Yeah, he worked on a lot of good stuff. Yeah, a lot uh, of some animated Nickelodeon, stuff. some Disney, some 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 other stuff. Uh, and it's a good uh, show too. You've had some good interviews. You've had yeah, it's, some it's more really coming good. Up. Uh, it's really good. Our next interview, uh, which will come out uh, when this episode is being aired, I'll probably be in the middle of interviewing yeah. that person. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, YouTube every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Central. And like I said, um, next month, the month of July, in the year of our Lord, 2023, uh, we will uh, start the Patreon. 
probably okay. the video episodes will go up on that. Uh, okay. All of my notes and stuff like that. I'm going to scan as many of those in as I can, start providing those to you guys. And we'll do some extra stuff, throw some little things up there. Maybe if we find some cartoons or some stuff to link to or whatever, we'll, we'll do that. Um, I, I just see us being able to do some really cool stuff in the Patreon that we can't do in the regular regular feeds. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, join us again next time. Uh, We will have season four, episode six. You know what I think we should do? What's up? Uh, We should do a mashed potato eating competition between me and you. I think it sounds great. We need to get like a salad bowl. Until they come out of our nose. But I I, I want like homemade. I don't want to just have to buy them from somebody. I don't know, man. If you're doing a competition, you don't necessarily want chunks. No, we're not chunks, but just homemade. Like, it doesn't have to be chunky, but it has to be homemade. I don't want to eat like... Bush like a whole salad like bowl full ones. of bushes. Oh, powdered I like ones. the powdered ones you buy in the, yeah, in the little bags. To, we're gonna have to employ somebody to peel some potatoes. <laughs> All right, Mason, guys. where you at? <laughs> Get with potatoes. us again next time, and we'll see you then. We matanye. We matanye indeed. This has been a Rogue Media Network production. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.